welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast on a marvelous Monday, Monday morning. Hallelujah. Mm. It's going to be a glorious week. Yes, it is. A week in which God's glorified That's and the right. devil terrified, terrified in all our lives. Amen. On today's program, we're going to talk about leave what's behind to gain what lies ahead. Wow. Rita Coolidge, the singer, once said, Too often the opportunity knocks, but by the time you push back the chain, push back the bolt, unhook the two lots, and shut off the burger alarm, it's too late. <laughs> when opportunity comes knocking, we still have to get up off the couch and answer the door. I think the most insightful quote about opportunity knocking that I've ever read is from Dr. Maxwell Maltz, the author of the book Psycho-Cybernetics. Great book. In that book, he proves that if you do something 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. Here's a quote. What is opportunity, and when does it knock? It never knocks. You can wait a whole lifetime listening, hoping, and you will hear no knocking, none at all. You are opportunity, and you must knock on the door leading to your destiny. You prepare yourself to recognize opportunity, to pursue and seize opportunity as you develop the strength of your personality and build a self-image with which you are able to live with your self-respect alive and growing. Mm. Powerful quote. Amen. Sometimes people, even believers, pass on the opportunities before them. Well, because they've been corralled into their comfort zone, not even recognizing that they're experiencing a definite moment with a decision that will change their destiny forever. By all accounts, the prophet Elisha had a good life before he connected with Elijah, had a good business, which gave him financial security, had a good family relationship, he was in a good place. But then something happened. First Kings 19, 19 through 21. Classic Amplified. So Elijah left there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, whose plowing was being done with 12 yoke of oxen. And he drove the 12th. Elijah crossed over to him and cast his mantle upon him. He left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me kiss my father and mother, and then I'll follow you. And he, testing Elisha, said, Go on back. What have I done to you? Settle it for yourself. So Elisha went back from him. Then he took a yoke of oxen, slew them, boiled their flesh with the oxen yoke as fuel, and gave to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah, and served him. When Elijah showed up, Elisha saw a glimpse of something new, something fresh in God that few people even knew existed. Elisha had to leave what was behind to embrace what was ahead. There are seven keys from this scriptural passage. And here is number one. When change comes, God will find you if you're willing. By all accounts, Elijah had a good life, like we talked about. 
His father, Shaphath, was a descendant of David and in the royal line of Judah. Elisha, well, he pretty much had it made. But then something happened. He had an encounter with the man of God. Some people think God can only find you in certain places. Over the years, we've known several, numerous people, really, who only felt like God would speak to them if they were in a sanctuary. God spoke to Elisha in a field. Honey, that's a good point. Because I remember some years ago, our spiritual father and mentor, Brother John Evanzini, was speaking for Dr. Creflo Dollar. During the service preliminaries, the congregation was asked to pray for a specific woman who was about to lose her home. She only owed $27,000. Something stirred in Brother John. He walked to the podium where Dr. Dollar was, sta was standing and asked if the woman was in the service. Finally, word came to him she was working in the nursery. So Dr. Dollar asked Ashes to get the woman. When she walked on the platform, Brother John hugged the woman as he told her that God had told him to pay off the mortgage on her house. You can imagine the kind, well, really the kind of celebration that erupted in that sanctuary. Now this woman had been changing dirty diapers, but God saw her faithfulness where she was and delivered a miracle. That's it. You know, when we're right and do what we, well, when we endeavor to do what's right before God, he's going to speak to us one way or another. So we need to be listening and ready to follow his instructions because truthfully, our lives could change forever. Colossians 3.17, 3.17, classic amplified says, and whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on, upon his person, giving praise to God, the Father through him. Wow. Number two, Anointed for your calling. Oh, in 1 Kings 19.19, 19, 1 Kings 19.19, 19, it says, Elijah crossed over to him and cast his mantle upon him. Elisha was, well, doing what he felt he should be doing, what was right in his situation at the time, helping in his father's fields. His faithfulness, though, was observed and rewarded. We remember hearing stories about Kenneth Copeland being a pilot for Oral Roberts while attending the university that bore Oral Roberts' name. Brother Copeland would always carry Dr. Roberts' luggage and care for his personal needs. His service to the man of God positioned him for the anointing to flow into his life. When we show ourselves faithful, when we have been obedient to those in authority over us, when sold out and radical for the Lord, amazing things can begin to happen. In 1 John 2.27, 1 John 2.27 in the classic Amplified Bible, it says, But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction, which you receive from him, meaning God, abides permanently in you, so that when you have no need that anyone should instruct you, but just as his anointing teaches you concerning everything and is true and is no falsehood, so you must abide in, live in, never depart from him, being rooted in him, knit to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. The anointing to serve opens 
other doors for the anointing of God to flow in our lives. In Luke 4.18, Luke 4.18, New Living Translation, it says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. If the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, and it is, then you have been anointed to bring the good news to the poor, just like Jesus. What's the best news you can bring to the poor? <clears throat> you don't have to live this way anymore. <clears throat> What's the good news for those living in less than God's best? You don't have to live this way anymore. But we do need to leave the past behind. Yes, we do. Number three, <clears throat> chase your future. Chase your future. First Kings 19.20, classic amplified. He left the oxen and ran after Elijah. Louis L'Amour, the author of many amazing books, once said, some say opportunity knocks only once. That's not true. Opportunity knocks all the time, but you have to be ready for it. If the chance comes, you must have the equipment to take advantage of it. One of the main reasons to be prayed up so that when an opportunity comes your way, you not only know it, but you'll be ready to chase after it. Too many times people are chasing the wrong things. People chase a job thinking it will meet all their needs. It won't. Too many people chase money thinking it will solve all their problems. It won't. Instead of chasing after things and positions, we should be chasing after God. He's the one who will bring us happiness, and he's the one who has a plan for our future. That's right. Jeremiah 29.11, the International Version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Mm. When Hear this, please. When we chase God, he will deliver us to our destiny. Mm. Wow. Four, leave what's familiar. How many times have we said that, honey? <laughs> so Genesis, Genesis 12.1, 12, 12.1 in the classic Amplified says, Now in Haran, the Lord spoke to Abram, Go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house, to the land that I will show you. God was telling Abraham to leave what was familiar to him behind. No doubt Abraham lived in a, well, very prosperous environment. But when the word of the Lord came to him, he moved in obedience to God's divine directive. Elisha was also what uh, left what was familiar behind. 1 Kings 19.20 that we read earlier, Classic Amplified, said, Let me kiss my father and mother and then I will follow you. When we hear the voice of the Lord, sometimes it will require us to leave what's familiar behind. As we are ready to move out of our comfort, well, shall I say it this way, comfortable, safe, even maybe prosperous comfort zone yes. to follow the calling of God. Are we ready to do that? In Genesis 12, 2, the Living Bible, it says, If you do, I will cause you to become the father of a great nation. I will bless you and make your name famous, and you will be a blessing to many others. Notice it says, if you do, which means Abraham had a choice to make. When we hear the voice of the Lord, we will have a choice to make. We can stay in our comfort zone, or we can heed the voice of the Lord. Amen. 
Elisha also had a choice to make, and truthfully, so do each one of us. And we want you to meditate on this. Yes. And uh, I got one more thing to share, and then we'll pick it up on tomorrow's call. But think on these things. I want to tell you, I got a, a post on Facebook from Pastor Kwaha, Robert Kwaha from Uganda. He said, bless me, son. Amen, man of God. I wish all people around the globe will read your blogs daily. Oh. That blessed us, didn't it, man? That's a big, sweet, yeah. Thank you, Pastor. Nice. You blessed us. Okay. Till tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern. God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.